Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Arian here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day now, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, Saturdays, and of course Sundays. This is a Sunday edition of Wrestling Observer Live with me. I'm going to be here for the next two hours. Not one hour. Normally I'm here for one hour. I'm here for the next two hours talking everything happening in professional wrestling. And, and you know what? If there was ever, ever a week to do a two-hour show, this is it. WrestleMania Night 1 happened yesterday. WrestleMania Night 2, Sunday edition of WrestleMania happening today. Cody Rhodes re-debuts, returns to WWE. Steve Austin has his final match. We're going to talk about that a little bit. It was a match. He had a wrestling match. And this guy did way more than I expected, to be honest. He took a suplex on the outside. We'll break that down also when we talk about the show. NXT stand and deliver. Ring of Honor. Tony Khan's version of Ring of Honor. The first one happened on Friday night. And I thought it was a really good show. Very much enjoyed it. And I got people in the studio here with me today. I'm going to introduce them after the break. But. I got my co-host Rich Stambolian from the Matt Men Podcast coming on with me, co-hosting. It's a Matt Men Takeover. And one of our producers, Jonathan, he happened to be in town. He's like, hey, why don't I come by? Why don't I hang out with you guys? So he's been staying here. It has been an exhaustingly busy weekend of pro wrestling. You know what? And I got to tell you, night one, better than I thought, right? Better than I expected. Uh, I think that's the case for a lot of people. A lot of people were not too confident that, this was going to work out after six hours of being on the air. But guess what? It did work out. I thought it was a really good show. Some hits and misses, but more hits than misses. I'm just a, I'm more concerned about tonight to see what happens. Uh, like I said, Steve Austin ended that show. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, some hiccups in the match, but not a bad match. We got Edge happening with AJ Styles, which I'm... That could be the match of the night, to be honest, for tonight. I would expect that to be the match of the night more than anything else. But you know, we got it. We got it. We got to say, Cody looked fantastic. Uh, you know, there was a lot of moving parts. Also, big shout out to Denise Salcedo, her GCW wrestling debut. Uh, I <laughs> the internet. I have gotten nothing but messages over the last I don't know since Thursday about all the shenanigans that are happening in Dallas right now. And I have to tell you, it's been nonstop, nonstop shenanigans happening in Dallas. Listen, we're going to go to a break. We're going to come back. Everything happening in the world of professional wrestling we're going to discuss here today. Wrestling Observer Live. Andrew Zarian here. We'll be right back after this. Wrestling Observer Live, Andrew Zarian here, WrestleMania edition of the show, two-hour special, going until 8 p.m. East. With me, my tag team partner, 
The guy that I discuss all things professional wrestling with, the one, the only, Rich Stambolian. What's going on, Rich? What's up, man? Thank you for hitting that high note. I appreciate it. I know. It. You requested it. And thank you for having me, man. Of course, man. And uh, Jonathan, our, one of our producers on the couch here. What's going on, man? What's up, man? I'm the Spike Dudley of the group. <laughs> yeah, he was the Spike yeah. Dudley of the group. I see you got Rock over there with you, too. Yeah, the man, my buddy. Your buddy. Yeah. Uh, a lot to talk about here, obviously. Um, night one of the show. I, I thought it was a it was a fun night. I had a, I had a blast. It was a banger. I, I mean, I really had a blast last night. Uh, a bunch of people over my house uh, did not do a watch along. I actually watched pro wrestling like it's intended to be watched, not talking and trying to do a podcast, you know. But I thought it was it was a it was a lot of fun last night. It it went long, which we'll talk about. But the major stories coming out of here, right? Rick Boogs bad injury. We're going to go into Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch to win the title. Right call. Uh, KO show turned into a match, which I think a lot of us ex- anticipated it, but I don't think anybody else kind of like if you were not in the know, you didn't know. I have to tell you, so many people, so many people reached out to me and said, oh, my gosh, Steve Austin wrestled last night. I said, yeah. They go, oh, I thought it was like a talk show. I'm like, ah, interesting, right? Maybe their messaging was a little jumbled there for WWE. And, of course, Cody Rhodes defeating Seth Rollins. We'll see what happens here if they continue on with this. But, Rich, let's talk about some of these results, right, from the show. It was a very long show. Uh, pre-show started at 6 o'clock. There was one pre-show match. They even ran out of time on the show, which is very shocking to kind of uh, think that that could happen on a six-hour show. But they ran out of time. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs' bad injury. Torn Patella. Torn Quad. He'll be out for a while. Uh, not a fun, not a, not a, not a fun day for him. I, I feel bad because he was just getting going, right, Rich? Yeah, he, he was, he had that fire underneath him, and they had him be in more of a spotlight with all the Nakamura stuff, which I think is still a whole lot of fun. But it looks like he might be out six to twelve months. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Terry Quad, you Terry Quad. <laughs> That's a terrible injury to get. Uh, I feel terrible for him, but you know, hopefully he comes back and mm-hmm. he does something even better than he was doing. Drew McIntyre defeated Happy Corbin. I did not care for this match. It was a fun match. It was fine. But, like, I'm over this story. I think everybody is. I think everybody's over this whole uh, Madcap Moss and, and, and Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre. I hope Drew now is able to kind of – maybe you get Drew and uh, – you get Drew and Cody. That would be, be interesting, fun. right? Two people that left, that left the company, mm-hmm. came back even bigger than ever. That is an interesting new um, – anomaly that happens yeah where you leave the company in the worst possible condition to leave like he was stardust right that's how yep. he left uh what what was what was drew doing three-man band three-man band yeah uh and not and he wasn't doing much and then he comes back and he becomes you know wwe world heavyweight champion he becomes one of the biggest acts in that company uh you know i like hearing those stories the miz and my god logan <laughs> paul this dude looked great fantastic uh, listen, you can talk about his personality all you want. You can say all that, all that mm-hmm. you can say. But this guy moved great in the ring. Yep. Great ring attire. Mm-hmm. He came out with a Pokemon on his, I think it was a $6 million Pokemon that he bought. Wow. Like graded and everything mm-hmm. around his neck. You know what? I got to tell you, man, I, there are certain things that wrestlers can do, and there are certain things that, you know, if you're not a wrestler and you're going to wrestle, you can't – it's difficult for you to pick this up. Right. He picked it up, man. He was way better than I expected. Yeah. Way better. Great heel. 
uh, and at the end, the Miz attacked Logan Paul, so maybe they're going to have a match. That'd be cool. Whatever. WrestleMania Backlash, do it there. Yep. You also have Cody Rhodes debuting. 21 minutes they went with this one, defeating Seth Rollins. Great match. Cody looked fantastic. Seth looked fantastic. Huge, mega reaction. I don't think Cody's ever received a reaction like that. Uh, you know, he had a good run in AEW, but ho I'm hoping for his sake and, and for a lot of other people that are, you know, maybe considering after their contracts in AEW, see if they would work out in WWE. This is the measuring stick right here. Yeah. If this, if you're going to be even remotely interested in going to WWE after AEW, how they handle Cody is the story here, which we'll talk about today. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair defeated Ronda Rousey to retain the title. Big surprise here, right, Rich? Yeah, absolutely. I thought both of them looked good. A couple of hiccups, like you said, in the match. Yeah, a couple, a little bit, mm -hmm. little hiccups, but. You know what? I thought there was there was a there was a big hiccup that they had to censor the screen for. Mm -hmm. You guys kind of figured that out. <laughs> they had the, I, the screen went back black, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Sabu's interrupting this man. <laughs> it's Sabu. No, it wasn't. Dream come true. <laughs> it was not Sabu. That is your dream country, right? Mm -hmm. Sabu showing up anywhere, or anything, interrupting, doing a run in bar mitzvahs, weddings, Sweet oh, sixteen, yeah. wrestling in real life. Listen, Sabu, if you're listening, I think this needs to be another like level of your career that you just do appearances now do birthday parties birthday parties or mitzvahs lights go off lights come on it's sabu we should get a cake for you for your birthday sabu pops out pops, sabu pops out of the cake i love, love it love it and uh, of course the main event here the ko show with stone cold steve austin turned into a wrestling match a no hold barred wrestling match it went 1355 okay i had predicted that these guys would obviously have a match because they wouldn't hype this up. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, we were we were told that they, they were going to have a match. WWE kind of said it in every possible way between the promos, between Kevin Owens' promos, between the video package, that they're going to have a match. Steve Austin came out. Those knee braces are on. Big, clunky knee braces. He looks great. His traps are unbelievable. His arms look great. Didn't take the shirt off. No. Maybe no. he didn't feel comfortable yet. We'll see. We'll wait. Uh, he... Comes out there, and they do the whole beginning of this, and it was a fantastic brawl. Yeah. It was a fantastic, fantastic brawl. Uh, I, you know, there's a lot of takeaways from here, which we're going to go into in a few minutes. But the biggest takeaway for me was, at 57 years old, Steve Austin, he started his career in Dallas, Texas, and he has possibly ended his career in Dallas, Texas, doing exactly what he wanted to do. This was a... You know, it, it is, it's fascinating to think about if Steve Austin did not have the injuries that he had, mm -hmm. how much longer could he have gone? And what, what would have happened? How would that have changed the industry? Because having Steve Austin, let's say, uh, he's 57 now, 47, 10 years ago, so you're looking at 2012, okay, maybe go until, you know, 42, 43 years old. Mm -hmm. A couple more years. If he, if he went till the late 2000s. Uh, the, yeah, late 2000s. 2009. Yeah. 2010 you know a lot changes when you do something like that and it's and it's interesting to think about the outcome here but you know what he's been very protective of his character everything he could do he never wanted to do something that he wouldn't be able to do as much as well as he can uh in his peak and i thought he did a great job uh with a ton of surprises here what was the biggest yeah. surprise for you rich uh taking the suplex on the concrete he took a suplex on the concrete mm -hmm. in the in the crowd, and got up yeah. like nothing, man. Yeah, 
Wild. He, I think, honestly, when the camera was hovering near him, he had a little bit of a smile on his face. Of course he did, man. He hasn't done this in 19 years. He had a career. And, I mean, his career was over. He was told he should not be wrestling. Right. Between his neck problems, his knee problems, everything else that's going on, you know, his career was absolutely cut short by at least five years. At least. Mm-hmm. And this was his story. And I think they, they did a great job at honoring Steve Austin. He's he's the one of the few guys that they have always protected. Absolutely. I, I, is there anybody else that they've protected better than Steve Austin? Uh, Brock and Roman come to mind. Brock, Roman, Taker. okay. Taker, mm-hmm. another one, yeah. Rock? Right? Rock, Triple yeah. H. Rock, Hunter. Uh, it was great to see, I you know, the fan in me enjoyed every bit of this. Now, when we come back... We're going to analyze it a little bit. We'll talk about the highs. We'll talk about the lows and what to expect today. All right? A lot going on. Wrestling Observer Live. Andrew Zarin here. Sunday edition Sports Byline. We'll be right back after this. Wrestling Observer Live, Andrew Zarian here, Sunday edition, WrestleMania weekend edition. What do you feel about having this as a two-night show, guys? I'm curious. Does the chat room like this? Do the viewers like this? Do the listeners like this? Because I got to tell you, man, I'm tired today. <laughs> How about you, Rich? Two nights? Honestly, I did not think it was going to go past midnight last night. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I hate saying, like, oh, we're getting older. But yeah. uh, listen, two nights... It's either gonna. It's either two nights like we had last night and tonight, or it's one night starting at like three in the afternoon. Yeah. So pick your poison. I, listen, man. I would much rather. I've told you what I would want from this, and and I'm convinced the universe agrees with me. Start the show at like four p.m. East, mm-hmm. right? You don't need to. Uh, well, maybe maybe you do. If you're on the West Coast, you might you might need to change the ship the time. But I'm okay with a l- earlier show. I'm okay with it. Even if I'm on the West Coast, I'm okay with this. I want an earlier show. Absolutely. It's a Saturday afternoon. What difference does it make on Peacock? You're not you're not paying for a pay-per-view. They got your money already. Sunday, same thing. I would love a one-day show that starts early, and you could do six hours. They went six hours anyway yesterday. Yeah. What's another hour <laughs> instead of another seven? Maybe today's a little shorter. You think it'll be a little shorter? I don't know. What's your preferred end time? Me, I would say 11. 10, 30, 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah. If you end, if you end this thing at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I am thrilled. Yeah. I, I, you saved my morning, my Monday, you know, so we'll see what happens. Um, one thing I, I, I did not mention, I skipped over somehow was Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch to win the raw women's championship. This was a really good match. I enjoyed this match. It was a lot of fun. They worked really hard here. Uh, the right person won, in my opinion, I think Bianca should have gotten this. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see where they go with this, but it seems like the hair is still going to come into play here. Yeah, I was convinced that she was going to lose that ponytail last night. Ah, takes it out, takes out the big shears, mm-hmm. looks at the crowd for the heat, and then just one big snap like that. Like the bit, the Brutus the Barber shears. Like a, yeah, like the like the brood eye. The brood eye. Yeah, the brood eye tomorrow. It can still happen tomorrow. We'll see what happens there. Um, Rich, I want to ask you, what, what was your favorite moment? Oh, brother, it's between the two. I, let me tell you, I watched the, uh, the Cody match three times today. I got so much joy out of it, and it was really cool seeing him on that mega stage. They kept saying the prodigal son returns, the prodigal son returns. And I think that whole thing is fascinating. That really did it for me. Austin's return really did it for me. Um, And you know what? Like, 
I did not really have an issue with anything that happened last night. It was a very entertaining show. It was it was it was a fun evening. Also, mm-hmm. um, we rewatched it. Jonathan same with me, so we rewatched it this morning. And I got to tell you, like I didn't. Sometimes when you and I say this every time we do a show like this, you and, and I think that's the case for everybody else, right? You're watching this at home with a group of friends. You're gonna have a very different experience than sitting by yourself and watching it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're gonna pay attention a little less. Maybe you're going to pay attention a little bit more. Right. So your perspective shifts. And for me, it was an okay. It was fine. Now, tonight it will tell the story, right? Tonight will be the story to tell. Mm -hmm. Hour two of the show. We're going to do a preview of this, right? Because there's a lot to talk about with uh, what's going on. But I um, I want to talk to you about everything else that happened this weekend. Ring of Honor had a really good show. The first Tony Khan production, right? Would you say yeah. that? Yeah, it was the first Tony Khan production. Absolutely. Right? Um, you could already see the AEW elements. Yes. Uh, the way that it was shot looked great. It was super clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, the setup looked nice. The lighting, they had enough lighting. You know, I think they've been doing better, but this was a little bit of a um, finesse that they added. And apparently they did tremendous business with the with the pay-per-view orders, the pay-per-view orders. Curious to see what those numbers are. But we got some great stuff here, Rich. Um, you want to run down this card with me? Uh, tonight's card? No, the Ring of Honor Super Show for the highlights. Yeah. So let's take a look here. Yeah, uh, it's out of whack. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not listed like it went on. That is fine. But like you said, a lot of AEW elements, but it still retained the Ring of Honorness to it. You know, a lot of fan favorites were there. Uh, you had FTR. Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood beating the Briscoe brothers. Yeah, the for the Briscoes. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. They are now the Triple H uh, Tag Champions and the mm-hmm. Ring of Honor Tag Champions. Briscoes left, but they did something interesting here where the Bucks came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Bucks came out and they essentially challenged FTR. They're gonna, uh, they're gonna, we're gonna have something on. Wednesday now between them. So there's some sort of synergy here, and I'm curious if they'll continue this. By the way, there's no deal done for Ring of Honor's either syndication for television or, or network deal or even an iPay-Per-View thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's nothing there yet. So I, I know that that's in the works. It's happening. They're working on something. And when that happens, we'll get a better answer. But this has to turn into something because how many shows are you going to run like this without having television? Right. And listen, this is a profitable business. This is this is for profit. This isn't the charity that Tony's doing. If Tony felt that there's no profit in buying Ring of Honor, he wouldn't it. He wouldn't have even attempted. He would have just bought the archives, had that for his property, maybe took some guys in, and the rest would have been done. You know, he didn't need to run Ring of Honor. He's choosing to run Ring of Honor, so that means to me that he has a bigger plan here. You said something very interesting right there. Yeah. And you said, how many of these shows are you going to run without television time? You could have said the same thing about AEW three years ago. You could have. Starting with All Out. You know, you how could many have. of these are we going to do before they get all a TV in. deal? All, all in, in, right? Yeah. Well, All In was fascinating because I don't think anybody really understood how the business was shifting at that point, right? right. I think that and, – and correct me if I'm wrong, and the chat will probably remember this, right? The, the, the concept here was, man, you know what? This was really cool. If they could put this together once a year and do this mega show where you incorporate guys from AAA and Ring mm-hmm. of Honor and New Japan and, and some other indies, you have something that is 
interesting for the viewers. Now, you're not going to sell out a stadium at 50,000 people. with me. I hope they could have. Yeah. But you're not going to without TV. Just saying, like, hey, look, we got some really good wrestlers on this card. Um, you know, but it could have turned into a yearly show. Yes. Uh, that does, you know, 15,000 people. But that was a big moment. That was a p- pivotal moment for everything. Mm-hmm. But this has kind of led us here. FTR, Ring of Honor champions. Minara Suzuki defeated Titus. For the Ring of Honor television, Minoru Suzuki is the ROH TV champion in Tony Khan's Ring of Honor. Love it. I don't care. I'm cool with this. Nobody's complaining. Wheeler Yuta defeated Josh Woods to win the ROH Pure Championship. So now you're going to say, oh, man, listen, there's something going on here. Look at all these AEW guys when he said, I think this is the perfect guy for this title. I agree with you 100%. Uh, Let's see. Maybe Wednesday he shows up, puts that title in somebody's face. You know what? What if him and Danielson have a match? Love for it. the ROH Pure Champion. Danielson had that title, right? I believe so. I believe he had that title 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I think. Nuts, right? I could be wrong. Yeah. Somebody, one of my producers will magically look this up right now and message me and remind me if my mind is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, cool. This kid is good. Yuta's really good. He was very impressive on, on Wednesday. He impressed the hell out of me. And even last night, looked great. Uh, Jonathan Grisham. Defeated Bandito with Chavo Guerrero to become the undisputed ROH world champion. Uh, This then led into the big story here. Jay Lethal tried to challenge him for the title, but Lethal's behavior wasn't worthy of a title shot in the eyes of uh, Grisham, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's not following the ROH code and he's been a little aggressive and he's been doing all this stuff. Um, Okay. Uh, Sanjay comes out trying to break up the fight, then turns, joins in the beatdown, and all of a sudden you hear Samoa Joe's Godzilla theme. It hits, and he goes face-to-face with Lethal, and he chokes out uh, Sanjay, and it is announced that Samoa Joe has signed with AEW and Ring of Honor, right? They're going to be doing something with Ring of Honor, and he will be on Dynamite on Wednesday. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. I like how they did it. Joe's the great, Joe's the guy, right? Oh, absolutely. To answer your question yeah. about uh, the Pure title, so he won it August 12, 2006, but it was to unify with the ROH World Heavyweight where, title. Where did that happen? Uh, Liverpool, England. Okay, thank and you. And then it was discontinued till October. Man, what a team here. I got goosebumps at that. Look I got excited. That. Look, it, Look something that. actually worked. Yeah. I asked for something, and it was delivered properly. You oh. got a guy in the couch. <laughs> I got a guy in the couch. Hey, listen, every radio show, I'm going to tell you the trick here. I've been doing this for... 13 years. All you need is a guy on the couch. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to say anything. Just a guy on the couch will look at you. That's how it works. I thought this was an awesome show, man. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I hope that if, if Tony was not, you know, in another universe, Tony Khan does not buy Ring of Honor or Tony Khan decides that it's not worth mm-hmm. uh, continuing the show, we then have a, a, a last hurrah moment. And this was a goodbye. Yeah. It definitely doesn't seem like a goodbye. It definitely seems like we are something new. Uh, there's a lot of guys on this roster that they could put on in Ring of Honor to get a better profile. Hey, we also saw um, – uh, I, I skipped a couple things here, obviously. Uh, but Nick Cage. Nick, uh, yeah, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah. Nick Cage. Brian Cage. Too many Cages and Gages. And Adams. And Adams. Way too many Adams. Way too many Nicks. Uh <laughs> The national treasure guy or the wrestler? Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. uh, He's now in Ring of Honor. Fascinating. And Tully. 
Yes, that was the big reveal, right? That was the big reveal. That's how he's there. I have a question for you now, Andy. Yes. Um, this Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, felt kind of like a fresh start. It felt like a precursor to a real fresh start. Yeah, definitely. Good vibes with the show. Yeah. Right? Now, what's the difference, in your opinion, Tony Khan buys Ring of Honor, we have this beautiful show, right? Impact has been through how many changes in the past 20 years, you don't get that same feeling. You never got that feeling with Impact. Right. You ne- even with the name change, you never got... Mm-hmm. It never... Uh, honestly, and, and I'm going to get so many people to uh, that are going to get upset, but it was that... The stink of WCW that they could never take off. It was the worst. Even when they were great, the worst of WCW still existed in some possible way. A lot more to talk about. Wrestling Observer Live Agency here in your Sunday edition. We'll be right back. Sports Byline. Observer Live, Andrew Zarin here, Sunday edition. I'm feeling the beat. I'm feeling this. Nice chill beats here on a Sunday. WrestleMania Sunday. Starting soon. An hour and a half about. But, man, what a weekend. You know, this is a lot of fun. It's always fun. It's always a lot of fun doing these, uh, talking to everybody. I, I have a blast. Uh, in the previous time, we were talking about Impact and why. what happened. What never worked. And uh, someone in chat said, the worst thing that happened to Impact was Hogan and Bischoff in 2010. Fans refused to shake that off, even after Impact got clear. You, you believe that, Rich? What do you think? Uh, I think those issues extend further than Hogan and Bischoff. I feel like you said before we went to break, they couldn't wash that, not, not a WCW yeah. stank, but like the worst of WCW stank kind of carried through with them you know do you think it was also because it the product just read as a little too carny uh i i felt that it was you know not to take away from the i Ron enjoyed Man. a lot of impact i enjoyed like impact now was way better even even mm. near the end like the last time it was near the end mm. it was still a much better show i just feel like you know they got they, perception is king yeah at the end of the day that's what matters and it was perceived as a sub product and unfortunately for them, that, that still stayed on them, and it's still on them to some extent, except mm-hmm. in the U.K., apparently. In Europe and the U.K., they're the biggest thing in the world. They love They have impact, a huge yeah. following. And, and you know what? They did great business over there. They were doing yep. major stadium, you know, arenas, not stadiums, but arenas they were doing. Those shows were really cool, and for me, as a wrestling fan, I would always think, like, I wish they could do that here instead of just being in the impact zone. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is it. You know what? That was part of it, too. But they did travel. They went to the Hammerstein. They mm-hmm. did all that stuff. Very interesting stuff. So let's uh, let's talk about some of the other stuff that happened over the weekend. And obviously, there's tons of wrestling. Everybody's running a promotion. Everybody's running a show. Uh, but GCW ran a show mm-hmm. where Denise showed up. Did you see the clip, Rich? I got to hand it to Denise. And I'm not just saying that because we know her and she's a very lovely person. But... That woman hustles. She hustles like nobody's business, and good yeah. for her. Good for her for being yeah, big involved. time hustle. Yeah. Did you did you watch the the, uh, the the word that I can't say that battle royal? Yeah, the uh, the cluster funk battle royal. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That was a lot of fun. 
And uh, one of your contemporaries was also an entrant. Sean Ross Sapp. In you which, know what? Yeah. He got a little heelish, and Denise had to set him in line. Got a low blow and an el- elimination. <laughs> Denise Salcedo. Professional wrestler Denise Salcedo. My friend. Not yours. Look, I have an autographed photo of her on my wall. That is true. I have an autographed photo of my friend Denise Salcedo. Uh, X-Pac lost to Joey Janela while wrestling with a torn bicep. He needs surgery. <laughs> but this poor guy, right? He finally got cleared. He's back. He's doing stuff. Torn bicep. And Minar Suzuki defeated Effie, not to be mistaken by my former Greek karate instructor, Effie Lupakis. <laughs> not to be mistaken with that Effie. Mm-hmm. Different Effie. Uh, a, lot, a lot of fun, man. And, you know, it's a blast going down to these things. Yeah. But it does get exhausting. Bloodsport 8 that I need to watch. Yes. Okay? Chris Dickinson, which I've seen numerous times wrestle for Evolve. Great wrestler. Money. Uh, money guy, man. You look at him, you say, okay, there's something about him. Uh he had a bad injury. He came back uh, from the injury, faced Minoru Suzuki. Uh, interesting that we saw that happen. John Moxley, Biff Busick. Ooh. Bloodbath. What a match. Uh, TKO, running knee. Moxley wins. Very cool stuff. And Josh Barnett defeated Jonah via submission. Heel hook crab. What do you think of the Bloodsport concept? Because this is like this is the eighth one now that we've seen. I really enjoy it, and I love it. But why? It. Okay, I'm going to ask you why you enjoy it. Because I had this conversation with someone that is a little younger than us. As succinctly as possible, I love the blurred line between actual violence and pro wrestling. And I do I, – listen, I may be aging myself here, and I think I might be aging you with what I'm going to say next. I was a big fan of Pancrase. I was a huge fan of Pancras. And guess who was one of the founders? Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki, yeah. Boss Rutten, Ken Champ. I mean, these were, I mean, Pancras was fantastic. And again, another one with that, right? Because mm-hmm. it was so raw. I was having a discussion with someone that's probably early 20s, right? Okay. And they are not a fan of the concept. They don't like mm-hmm. the blood sport concept. And I asked them why. And they said, well, I don't get it. I go, because you didn't grow up on 80s, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. The end of the day, that's really what this is. And they've, d- they've done a great job. I mean, the presentation, I know it could get cheesy sometimes, but I really like how it feels real. Exactly. It's more, you know, at first I, it felt like an exhibition for me. Like, okay, this is cool. They're doing an exhibition. But Moxley and Biff Busick, I mean, these guys were, it was violent. As, as safely as you could possibly do it. Very cool stuff. I'm very into this stuff. Yeah, you nailed it. Safe violence. Listen, you don't need to kill each other. Yeah, you, you really don't. You, uh, you don't. Um, a lot, talk about safe. Not nothing crazy on WrestleMania, right? We didn't see any crazy spots. Yeah. Anything dangerous? The craziest thing I saw. Steve Austin take a suplex on the outside. No, the yeah. craziest thing I saw was from NXT. Um, oh I yeah. I forget his name, um, but he did the elbow the drop elbow. straight to the ladder, and I need to know if. He messed anything up because that looked brutal. Yeah. Um, that was uh, Grayson Waller. Wait, yeah. wait. Waller. Waller? Wait. wait. Waller. Waller. Yeah. I'm right. Grayson I, I, Waller. I, I me- you know, I mess this up on our podcast weekly. Yeah. And I don't know why I can't say that name. There are certain names and, and name sounds that you just can't get out of your mouth. It's because I speak Anunnaki. Solo Sokoa. You can't say Solo Sokoa. I, I, I can say Solo Sokoa. Okay. I can say him. I, I'm good good with Solo Sokoa. You can't read. But names yeah. like, like Grayson and Hunter and Taylor, I have tremendous problems with. I can't <laughs> I, say those names. It's very difficult for me. Uh, anything stand out from, uh, from NXT to you? Uh, to me, obviously, the big story here 
And I kind of want to go into this a little bit more in detail in hour two. And it's kind of, yeah. uh, we're going to play matchmaker and see where these pieces go a little bit. I'm excited to do two hours here with you guys, man. I'm excited. The chat room's pumped. Everybody's pumped. Everybody's excited. WrestleMania Sunday. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai defeated the NXT Tag Team Champions Toxic Attraction. Cameron Grimes won the North American Championship, the NXT North American Championship. Uh, Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and uh, Grayson Waller in the ladder match. Waller went for a elbow on, I forgot who was laying down on the ladder, and he did this nasty, I mean, it was like a shoot. He went elbow first into that thing. It, could, it has to be. It had to be beyond painful. I want to say Carmelo Carmelo Hayes was on it. Oh, Carmelo Hayes was on it? Okay, cool. Very cool. Uh, MSK defeated NXT Tag Team Champions Imperium and the Creed Brothers. NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose defeated Cora Jade and Io Shirai and Kaylee Kaylee Ray, I'm sorry, in a fatal four-way to retain. Uh, You think that was the right call with Mandy? I was really thinking Cora Jade was going to win, but having Mandy retain, I do think it's the right call. Yeah, and I also like the new belt. You were, I like that new belt. Yeah. Not bad. I like it. On brand. You know, what What does this mean for EO? More than, you know, Kaylee Ray, she, mm-hmm. she's going to be in NXT for a while. Cora Jade, NXT for a while. Mandy Rose, I guess she's going to be there too, but what, what do we do with EO? SmackDown debut. SmackDown debut. I would love mm-hmm. to see her up there. There's a lot you can do with EO Shirai. Absolutely. Just you got to be careful, you know? I, 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 I would hope that they do great by uh, Gunther. 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 Defeated LA Knight. Is this the moment that LA Knight comes up? I've heard rumors. I've been told that, you know, he is main roster perfect. Right? Yeah. This yeah, yeah. dude, great talker, great physique, handsome dude, good worker, safe mm-hmm. worker. Uh, he's obviously he's obviously got, coming up just a matter of when. And... Dolph Ziggler defeats Braun Breaker to retain the NXT Championship. This was a shocker to me. Same here. Uh, I find Dolph Ziggler being NXT Champion so daunting. In what way? I It just doesn't look real to me. Like, it doesn't feel like it should be happening. You think you're in another dimension. I feel like I'm in another okay. dimension, yeah. You know what this is? We have entered the dimension that the... That black and gold era of NXT never happened. Mm, like that. Revisionist history. I love revisionist history. This is as if NXT continued on path with how they were going to continue before they realized that Ring of Honor has tremendous wrestlers and that they should just gobble up all the wrestlers and put them in NXT. So you're saying that this is the general, this is what would have happened immediately after the game show. Immediately. Well, they did. No, they did this. They did this after the game show when they had NXT, and it was developmental, but they realized that, man, this is picking up some steam. People are really interested in this product because it was different for WWE. WWE, everything is so polished with them, and WrestleMania is a great example of this, right? Oh, yeah. Everything is so polished with this company where when you have people that are not as refined, not good, I'm not going to say good, but WWE refined, it's almost refreshing, and that's what NXT was. Now we have that other places. Right, exactly. and they could get back to their their ways of finding talent. Uh, I think they found a great talent in Braun Breaker, but this dude is second generation. Mm-hmm. His father, his uncle, Hall of Famers. They went in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you, you know, he, it's 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 engraved in him, so he doesn't really count as part of this new experiment. 
that's the hook now, right? It's not indie guys. It's not journeyman wrestlers. It's second-generation guys, i.e. Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Braun Breaker. And it's guys who played professional competitive sports like uh, Riddick Moss and Baron Corbin. Yeah, Riddick was a football player. Baron Corbin was a football player. But that's historically been the mm-hmm. been the whole thing. I do think Dolph Ziggler having and retaining that NXT title and the Riddick Moss Happy Corbin stuff is WWE's just like way of trolling everybody. An outright troll. With what? With, with, with what aspect? With In the regard of like, this is something that people don't want to see, but we're going to give you a whole lot of it. Yeah, and there are a lot of people that get convinced that they want to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not against this new version of NXT. I not thought at all. That the NXT, I guess if we call it 2.5, someone in the chat room used that, so I'm going to steal that from I them. I did. You did sure that? Did. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that that was an interesting blend of new and old, mm-hmm. and they were working. But, listen, very different company now, man. The direction is different. You, you, what happens to Tommaso Ciampa? That's another big question mark here, right? Do you, Yeah. He had, he's done, obviously. He's coming up. Does he debut on Monday? Where does he go headfirst with? Do you do Ciampa and, and Cody? Who, who does Cody? I mean, there's so many questions leading into Monday and Friday that I'm really curious about. And a lot's going to happen tonight. We're an hour away from WrestleMania Night 2, Sunday edition. I got a good placement for Ciampa. Give me it. Give me it. It's going to be one of two. In my opinion, to make it work, one of two things. You do the Goldie storyline again with a intermediate title. Yeah. So Ciampa Ricochet or Ciampa Balor? Mm. Ciampa Balor, Ciampa Ricochet. Okay, I'm I'm okay with Ciampa Balor for that and, and, and heighten and heighten Ricochet and Ciampa just gets whatever belt he's going for and he holds on to it. Let me just say, Goldie. I said NXT two point two point five. Yeah. The way that I'm doing the math, the first NXT was. The Seth Rollins NXT champion, mm-hmm. uh, Big E Langston NXT champion. That's yes. NXT 1.0 for me. Is yeah. that Bo Dallas included? Bo Dallas included. Okay. That's NXT. Mm-hmm. I have a different math system here. Right. I don't yeah. follow, I'm trying the, to follow. The, the, the man's numbering Are you of doing NXT. Steiner math? I'm doing Spider Math? Steiner Math. Steiner Math. I'm doing Steiner Math. No, I'm doing Spider Math. <laughs> Spider Math. Everything is an eight, dude. With me. <laughs> Everything is an eight. Uh, I. You know, the first version of NXT for me was that era that we just discussed. NXT 2.0 for me is that Ring of Honor style work rate, that heavy NXT work rate. That would be, and this is the new one. Yeah. You know, I get, yeah, it doesn't matter, whatever they call it, but it's a very different product. And I thought they did a decent job yesterday. Not a bad show. A couple thousand people in that building. I like seeing that. Everybody's dancing in the studio. Wrestling Observer Live, we're going to be back right after this. Thank you. Edition. Andrew Zarian here. Rich Dambolian and Jonathan on the couch. No last name, just Jonathan. The Jonathan. That's it. Everybody loves Jonathan. That's it. We all need a Jonathan. Uh, WrestleMania weekend, obviously. Night two tonight, Sunday. WrestleMania Sunday. Is that what they're calling it now? WrestleMania Sunday? No, I think just night two. Night two? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The stupendous night two. But I got some news for you. 
Hey. Right? You got double, you got two nights of WrestleMania. You got two hours of Wrestling Observer Live with me tonight. Two hours of Wrestling Observer Live. I haven't done a two hour Wrestling Observer Live ever. I don't know. I don't know if Brian's ever done a two hour live version of Wrestling Observer Live. So this is going to be fun. We're going to be coming back to do our second hour with you guys, where we're going to break down what we anticipate will happen tonight, what will be going on tonight, and some of the in betweens. You know what? What's the aftermath? What's going to happen on Monday? You know the the Cody element on Monday is interesting to me to see if they immediately position him in a spot that's going to be, you know, world champion contender ready, or they will do the the WWE formula where he will face, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Roode. We'll see. In a program for three months. Yeah. You know, the, these, are all, these are all things that we got to talk about. So very interesting stuff. But, Rich, one big takeaway for you uh, from yesterday's show, what was it? What was your favorite moment? Overall, the show appeals to me as if I was still a kid and I still get like stars in my eyes looking at WrestleMania. But like I said before, man, I watched that Cody return like three times and they really nailed it. The fact that the crowd, when he left AEW, the crowd was 50-50. When he came out last night, that crowd was 100% Cody. Plus, he did the dusty punches in the elbow. He did the dusty punches in the elbow. He did the stardust uh, cartwheel. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, cool stuff. How about you, Jonathan? Uh, the biggest takeaway for me would be the the sure shock of the underwhelmingness. I don't even know if that's a word of the Ronda Charlotte match. So you were not a fan of that match, I but you know what? I have to tell you though. Once again, they fell in a bad spot. I, every I got to be. I'm honest with you. Three people fell asleep on the couch watching that yesterday. Yeah. Guys, special two hours edition of the show coming up right after this. We're out of time here. Stay tuned. We'll be. Wrestling Observer Live, Hour 2, WrestleMania edition, special edition of Wrestling Observer Live. You know, I, I always wanted to do the two-hour shows, but I kind of wanted like a, like a big reason to kick them off. And this is a big reason. WrestleMania weekend, we have like 18 hours of wrestling over, over a two-day span. A lot to talk about. A lot of other shows happening. We got to talk about what's going to go on on Wednesday, on, on Monday, on Friday. I don't, I don't have time in one hour to fit it. I want to do a little extended cut here. We'll see what happens. Rich is here with me. What's Hello. going on, Rich? Not much, man. Again, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I think the only reason you're doing two hours is because I'm here. You I think feel, so. You feel comfortable. I feel, I feel comfortable. Yeah. I'm at my takeover. It is a madman takeover. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Jonathan, our producer. What's up, man? The Jonathan. The. The Jonathan. The one and only. Yeah, the one and only. So, uh, hour one, we spoke about, obviously, night one of WrestleMania. Night two. Here we are, one hour away, less than an hour away, until the show kicks off. Right now, the pre-show is going on. Uh, but I want to run down this card with you guys, because there is a ton of stuff here, right? A ton of stuff. And and here's a question for you, right? Sure. Um, for night two, right, night one, you know, it, it gets jumbled in with everything else, right? We, Ring of Honor was the night before. Everybody else was doing mm. stuff the night before. So you're kind of your tension is everywhere between GCW, WrestleCon, uh, the other indie promotions running, Ring of Honor promote uh, running, Joey Janela doing you know Spring Break '42. But now, you know it's settled. It is WrestleMania Day. It's a Sunday traditionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like Saturdays, right? 
I love Saturday pay-per-views and wrestling events. Yeah. I'm a big Saturday fan, too. Same here, man. It's it's the best, especially if you're on the West Coast. Especially if you're on the West Coast, because now it's Sunday, and we're going to talk about wrestling. So here's one thing for you, Rich. Um, I want you to give me your two favorite matches for tonight. Oh, geez. What do you, what do you anticipate tonight? Uh, I'm really, really, really looking looking forward to AJ versus Edge, right? But I'm and call me. I don't want to be not a shill, but listen, I like big main events. I like big wrestling. I like big, like just that bigness of two monsters going at it. And I will say, I am looking forward to. There's your big. That's for you. What are you looking forward to? Brock and Roman. Brock and Roman. Doesn't get bigger than that. Wrestling Observer Live, kicking off hour two here with a ton of stuff to cover. We'll be right back after this. Wrestling Observer Live, Hour 2. Andrew's Aaron here. We're trying to hit the post there. We're getting better at this. I'm enjoying it. Rich is here with me. Jonathan's here with me. Talking night two of WrestleMania. And, man, we do have a lot to talk about. I want to go right into this head first. Let's go down this card. Let's mm. do it. All right. It looks like WrestleMania night two, we, we have a bevy of matches. It looks like it's probably going to go as long as it did last night. We have a lot of big stuff no, happening. No, don't say that, man. I give me like, like an extra. Give me, give me one hour less. Would it make sense for you if they ended at ten and when the first night went to midnight? I want them to come out and be like, "Hey guys, listen. I know you guys got to go to bed. It's a work day. Ten o'clock. We're done. Okay, we're out of here at ten. We're gonna try our best. See you later." And they leave. If that, they started the show with that, I would be thrilled. That has never happened in the history of any will live never show <laughs> at all. You know, you know how many metal concerts I've been to where I wish somebody was like. By the way, guys, don't worry about it. We're going to get you out of here at 1030. <laughs> and it's Wednesday night. Like, that's not going to happen. But let's go through this card. Yeah. Raw, tag team cha- uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. Raw Tag Team Titled. Sorry. RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. What do you think? Uh, you know, there's a couple things they can do here. Obviously, Street, Street Profits. Obviously, Alpha Academy. And then the other story is, do you split up RK Bro? I think the split is going to start happening tomorrow night. It's gonna you're going to get the seeds of it tonight. I feel like they're going to retain though, because I, I'm gonna and I'll tell you why. And they've done. I was not crazy about this tag team when it first happened, and then I really got into it. I'm like, okay, these two work well together. Randy's having the time of his life. Matt Riddle's oh, yeah. having the time of his life. Oh yeah. But the big story here is Randy has to make Matt Riddle eventually. That's the yes. whole point of this. You Absolutely. don't take a you don't take a 20 year veteran and t- team him with someone that's fairly new. Uh, you know, new to your audience, and just go nowhere with it. There's a whole point to this. So maybe the split happens. Maybe Randy, you know, he did. Did you see that WWE Evil segment with Randy Orton? I loved it. I ate that like oh, cotton candy, man. buddy. Guys, you. if you haven't seen this after the show, go look it up. It's all over the internet. He does, he kind of like preps you as to how he turns heel. And He's making these noises, and he's grunting, and he's breathing, and his entire face changes. The entire mm-hmm. demeanor changes. And you're like, my God, this guy's good. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Dr. Like, Jekyll right. and Mr. Hyde, and what a great, great showing of it. So, yeah. you know what? I'm going to call it. I'm going to say split happens. 
Oh, the beginning of the split happens. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna agree. The beginning the beginning of the split's gonna happen. Uh, WWE canonically, quote unquote, hates tag teams. So I don't think that's the case anymore. There's a lot of tag teams now. I also have a little sneaking suspicion because they've been putting a lot of emphasis on Alpha Academy and they've been getting the shoosh catchphrase over that Alpha Academy might take it. Mm. You know, another another great great group of guys. Uh, also, during the show, you're going to have Bobby Lashley versus Omos. How do you feel about that one? Uh, is this match happening? I, I, the, the story is that Lashley has opted not to get surgery. Uh, right. on a, you know, I guess he, he realized the downtime and if he wants to do it or not. I have zero interest in this match. I, I, I don't know if I'm one of the only ones, and I mean no disrespect to the person, but I am not committed to the Omos character. I, There's nothing that does it for me. I think this is going to be a quick match. I enjoy both guys. I think that some kind of big belt is going to be on Omos because he's kind of like that prototypical body type that Vince likes, right? He's like, Omos or Lashley? Omos. Omos. Omos over Lashley, to be honest, because Omos has like a foot of height on him. Yeah. Um, but in my head, I do like that wacky wrestling. But thing. Lashley is from the planet of rocks. This man looks rock. like he was he was chiseled out of out of just a mountain. Granite. Just granite. He's just granite. He's marble. Um, <laughs> but I do in my head. I'm like I'm a silly guy, and I'm like, imagine if they just are continuously doing 450s on each other. <laughs> like two guys that you would never ever see, like Omos doing a 450 or like a 720, just like. You, I would turn off the TV. No, 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 no. I would turn the TV off. That's it. I can't. Yeah. It, I can't. Done? I can't. Yeah. No, I, I'm full at that point. I can't. I'm full. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah, let's go. Uh, uh, your favorite. I want to say you've been looking forward to this next match yeah. for m- a month at no, least. No, not at all. And it is Sami Zayn versus Jackass's own Johnny Knoxville. So this this is probably the least I'm looking forward to anything. Maybe, yeah, I guess so. I, I would say this is the least uh, amount of interest that I have on, on a match. I, I'm not, I, I don't, Johnny Knoxville never did it for me. So mm-hmm. it's, to me, it's just a, like an, an er, erroneous celebrity match. But to a lot of people, they like Johnny Knoxville. I'm They're in, into it. I'm in the camp. I love Johnny Knoxville. I love Jackass. I think Knoxville is... Going to bring his goons? Is he going to do it? I think he's going to bring the guys. I would love to see Steven on Wee Man, to be honest. But Johnny Knoxville is kind of our generation's evil Knievel, dude. Oh, yeah. That whole crew is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and I really appreciate that because I grew up with all that stuff. And, like, I, I honestly, like, I'm more charmed by the guy himself than the stuff he does. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. you're a fan. Yeah, you like I'm him. a fan. I'm a yeah. fan. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. But my big question is, like, why? why I, I know that they want the celebrity connection, right? Yeah. I'm curious who else was on that list of celebrities. Like, who else was on that celebrity tie-in? It's really interesting what they did with the celebrities this year because on night one you had that Logan Paul thing, which I think worked out very well. The guy looked tremendous. You know, like, say what you want about the guy. I'm not a fan, but I think bringing it to wrestling, he did a good job. And then it's interesting how night two you have the kind of the other side of it where, you know, Jackass 4 is in the theater, um, which came out, like, maybe six weeks ago, I want to say, or a little longer than that. And... You have Knoxville, and I feel like this is such a fun, gimmicky match. And at some point, you know Knoxville is going to be inducted into the celebrity wing of the WWE. Yikes! Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yikes! The whole crew. I do. Lo- yeah. I really, honestly, as a friend and as your podcasting partner, yeah, I really love 
how much you hate Jackass. I, I just, I, I, it never did anything for me. Maybe it's it's me. Yeah, listen, I mm-hmm. I agree. There are scenarios that it's not me. In this scenario, it's me. I get it. Yeah, I, I, I I'm okay with being wrong on how terrible those movies are. I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. That's fine. It's okay. No no problem with it. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah, let's go. Uh, women's tag team title four way match. You have Carmella and Queen Zelina versus Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Natalia and Shayna. Baszler. Yeah, who do you think takes this? Carmella and Queen Zelina are the champions right now. I really do think if a title shift is going to happen, it's going to be Naomi and Sasha. And okay. you, the program is obviously going to be Sasha turning on Naomi. All right, that's a few cool. Months down the line. That's cool. They'll go back to the well a few times with this. Uh, and this you, is your opinion. This is my opinion. Yeah. Do you see um, anybody else winning that besides Naomi and Sasha? Uh, I w- I would like Naomi Naomi and Sasha to win, but mm-hmm. Liv and Rhea, I'm into this tag team. Jonathan, you can't talk now. I I'm can't. afraid what you'll you'll say on 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 the radio. Uh, I'm afraid to even even bring up Liv Morgan with you. So I'm gonna pot you down. We'll calm down a little bit and we we'll go back to it in a little bit. Okay. I just hope she wins. I know. I know you do. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, listen, big fan of Liv Morgan. You and I have spoken about this. Uh, Absolutely. Actually, I think I, I did an interview with Barstool. And I brought up that we went to NXT when they were at the Felt Forum. What is it now? The Hulu oh, Theater. I don't even. Yeah, the it, Hulu Theater. It's been through so many name yeah. changes. Uh, and she had this great racket where she would come out with the pizza, drop the pizza. She dropped the pizza on the floor, and she picked it up and she ate. It. And I said, "My God, that is the gimmick for me. That is the girl. I would put the title on her. That is that 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 resonated deep in me in my in my trashy northeastern." Uh, blue collar way. Mm-hmm. She dropped the pizza. You can't let it go to waste. You got to eat the pizza. She got booed out of the building. She got booed out the building. I loved it. She got booed fantastic. out of the building, my brother. Um, it was fantastic. And also tonight, possibly, possibly, possibly match of the night, maybe the weekend. A lot of pressure on these guys. AJ Styles versus Edge. Yeah. When we go to break, we're going to come back and pick this up too. Great. Because I have a lot to say about this. Uh, these are two guys that are fantastic. In every way, we have not seen this. This is a new match, and this may be the match of the weekend. I, I'm going to say it. We'll talk about it some more. Could it be the match of the weekend? Wrestling Wrestling Observer Live, Andy Zarian here. I'm in New York City. I don't know where Rich is. Rich is somewhere else. I'm on Jupiter, baby. He's on Jupiter. A lot to talk about. WrestleMania weekend, night two. Breaking this card down. Rich, let's pick it up. Where were we? All right. So we ran through, I want to say, a good half of the card. Ah, yes. Uh, Edge and Styles, right? Edge and AJ Styles. Again, like I said before the break. There has to be some kind of almost insurmountable pressure on these guys to deliver because, yeah. in my opinion, this could be the match of the weekend. And originally, I had said FTR versus Briscoes would be the match of the weekend. But let's see what these guys got, right? Yeah. Um, 
You know, this is going to be a very classic, res- you know, WWE WrestleMania main event style match, right? You're yeah. gonna these guys are gonna really go at it. Uh, I know that they've really wanted to work together. They have a lot of respect for each other. Uh, this version of Edge is something we haven't seen from him. Uh, Styles, you know, he was kind of in a funk for the last couple months. Yep. He really didn't have a lot going on. He's a two-time WWE, you know, heavyweight champion. Sky made it. You know, you, I think we all heard the rumors that once he was offered a $50,000 deal or whatever it was, you know, remember years ago. And, 20 years ago, yeah. You know, he was making good money in TNA. He left TNA because he realized that it wasn't going anywhere. He went to Japan, revitalized his entire career. His legacy was revi- was was corrected. Yes. More than anything else. He he got that TNA impact stink off him. And I'm and guys, I know there's a lot of impact fans here, but not I get it. I love the good with TNA. I love the good with Impact, but there was a lot of bad, and I feel like Styles suffered from that. I agree with you. It's not, and again, you know, when we say the stink of Impact and the stink of WCW, it's not a reflection on the roster. Like we, I love no, and and that, good. that roster and the good that current Impact roster and the guys, the extra guys that they have right now is phenomenal. And again, AJ Styles phenomenal when he was there. Their roster was jam-packed with extremely talented guys. The more we talk about this match, the more I think it's going to be an upset because people want Edge to win, right? Do people want Edge to win? I think Edge pe- is the heel here. I think Edge is on that upswing of a returning superstar still. He's very protected. You mentioned this in the first hour of the show. Yeah. Who else is a protected superstar? Edge has been very protected, right? Yeah. Since coming back in this thing, you know, uh, this version of him, yeah. I'm giving the win tonight to AJ. You're giving it to AJ? Yeah. I think he needs it, to be honest. I think the character needs it. Where, what were Edge's lo- losses? It was to Roman, obviously, in a main event last year. Yeah. By the way, fantastic main event. But is that really a loss? It's not. I think a loss, a, a real loss would be if Edge has to lose to, like, Umberto Carrillo or Dominic Mysterio, you know? To me, that's a loss-loss. But losing to Roman... Your top guy? No, that's like an old school thing. Yeah. When you lose to Hogan, you're still on the top of the. You're card. still on the top. Everybody loses to Hogan. So you're going with you're going with uh, Edge winning. AJ, you're going with AJ winning. I'm going to call the upset. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to flip what I said the other day. I'm going AJ. Jonathan, how about you? I'm going to go Edge, but I am going to disagree with you on mm. the no pressure thing. I think um, that this is going to be the best uh, match of the weekend. But you, you, that, for for all of wrestling, or or for, for all of wrestling, okay. and I think the pressure is off because they're not in the main event, and everyone's expecting Roman and Brock to be this spectacle. So they're going to slowly, sneakily slide by with something that's even greater being where they're at. Well, I'm going to disagree with that statement because by uh, you guys, can you guys fight right now? <laughs> I did. I did slap. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. I did go. slap the S out of him the other day. You did. Um, not too high. I didn't do a follow through, but mm. it was it was gentle. Still yeah. hurt. Um, I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? I don't. Um, but I think this is one of those things where it's like, this is the wrestling main event. Yeah. Right. This is not the. Yeah. Sports entertainment main event. The sports entertainment main event is Roman and Brock. 
the wrestling main event. That's actually a very w- good way of putting it. The wrestling main event for your for the purists is AJ and Edge. Listen, man, they're gonna have a real hard time getting even possibly close to FTR and Briscoes because that was a really fantastic story. It was a crazy match. Crazy match. Very like those guys had such chemistry together. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is gonna be the first time Edge and AJ lock up. Right? Yes, first time for that. Also, you know, let's let's bring this up too. There are no secondary titles on this show. Mm-hmm. We didn't get an IC title match, and we did not get a U.S. title match. No. How do you not have those titles on WrestleMania? You have two nights. Yeah. You got, in a mat, you know, 12 hours. I mean, this is the, the reality. WWE is putting on a 12-hour show over two nights. They couldn't put it during the pre-show? Look, we're watching it right now. It's on. It's 7.30 East. They couldn't put one of these matches on there? Does that make you think they're saving it for Raw or Maybe. SmackDown? Yeah, possibly. Or, or, didn't, they didn't care. What if the main event of Raw tomorrow is Cody winning the IC title? Um, I, I think Cody's story is going to be that, and, and you know, he, he did his interview. Uh, he did a bunch of interviews, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But in many of them, he mentioned that, you know, he didn't have – it wasn't his goal to be a, a 300-time, you know, TV champion, a TNT champion. Mm-hmm. That wasn't – going to be an executive to his – Yeah, and he also said he never wants to manage talent ever again. He never wants to be on that position, which I found to be shocking. I, I was very it. surprised by that. I think, you know, Cody, I always have felt like he's a very fascinating guy. He's a very smart guy. Yeah. You know, as far as, like, the business goes, as far as how he carries himself, he's always been very smart and very intelligent. And I do remember him transitioning into that that role years ago and then saying, you know, this is something I've never done before, et cetera, et cetera. But now he may have looked at Vince during this meeting, and he may have looked at Hunter and said, God bless you guys. I don't know how you've been doing this yeah. for so long. Possibly. It's that's that yeah. really it could be a possibility here. Uh, Before we get off yeah. of that, I think it's a shame that we don't have the Intercontinental ladder match. I think that would have been a perfect spot to put the Amos in. Omas? Yeah, Omas. I think that's where you put Lashley. I think that's where you put Jackass and uh, Sami Zayn. I think you put all of that in the ladder match. You cut down on time. You get all the spectacular things. Imagine what Johnny Knoxville and Wee Man could do in a ladder match. I don't oh want to see God. it. I don't want to see it. I no, wanna... Don't ruin my life. Don't I... ruin my night. You don't want to see Wee Man pick himself in the head? No, I want to have a really fun night tonight. I don't want to get ruined by, by bad celebrity wrestling. Okay. Well, then let's talk about the match of the night. Okay, no, we saw – oh, oh, your match of the night. Let, let's talk about this. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. This was the anticipated Vince McMahon match. Now, will Vince get involved? We did not see Vince yesterday. Uh, interesting. We did not see Vince yesterday, so we'll find out it, it, what, this, what the deal with this will be. Listen, I know you're a huge Pat McAfee fan. Right. Uh, humongous – like, even before the wrestling stuff, you were you were a fan of his – uh, I think Pat has worked really hard. He's obviously a tremendous athlete. He retired very young. You filled me in on this. I didn't know yeah. this. He retired at 32? 32, yeah. Uh, at the peak of his. I mean, he was still playing great. Yeah, came off of a uh, first-team all-pro season, Pro Bowl season, yeah. uh, was the best punter in the league when he retired. But he said he fell in love with the off-the-field stuff more than he was in love with Sometimes suiting up happens, every day. Sometimes it happens, man. Some, and everybody, I'm sure, called him a fool. Yeah, they did. You know, um, 
I hope he has a great match. Cause, and Austin Theory, there's a lot of upside with him. We saw him at Evolve yeah. in a nightclub in Queens. Called the Boom. Called the Boom. One of the best venues to watch wrestling, I'm telling you. It, great, really, it really is. Great venue to watch wrestling. And, and, I, and I'm very saddened that Evolve is gone and we don't get to see these unbelievable and top-tier talent. Right. Matt Riddles, Keith Lees, you know, top you guys. You saw Drew there. I saw Drew there. I saw uh, Gargano, Gargano there, Ciampa there. I mean, the Ricochet. Uh, the guy that looks like Dave Meltzer, that wrestler that looks like yes. Dave Meltzer and, and a young Scott Steiner in one. My gosh, who is it? I gotta I gotta get the name. Somebody, Somebody could find He's it. He's locally famous. I looked at him. I'm like I'm like, my gosh, it's Dave. Also, the, Maeve Deltzer is his Maeve Deltzer. Maeve Deltzer. Also, the only time I'm like six beers for thirty bucks hit me. Hit me, yeah. <laughs> but you know, in Austin Theory, he was shining there. Uh, you know, good looking, good looking kid, mm-hmm. uh, good worker. So I'm curious how they play this out, uh, where they go from here. That's going to be an interesting little part of this. Vince was at the Hall of Fame. He yes, pre- he was. He presented the Undertaker. Ah! Does does he have his fingers in this match as a on camera persona? Because they're very high on Austin Theory right now. They want him to be up there. And he had a couple of bumps in the road. And I think when you have a couple of bumps in the road yeah. and they still really want to push you on TV, they'll punish you a little bit, you know? And we've seen this a million times. They, they're they really, like, putting a bit of an emphasis on this guy. Um, they are. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's he's paired up with Vince. You know, if he there was no plan for him, they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't put him with Vince McMahon and, you know, he does it. Oh, come here. You're my son now. You're my son. I'm gonna teach you. And then, and then he threatened him. Greenwich, Connecticut. Do you give the win to Austin or Pat? I give the win to Austin via shenanigans. Maybe Vince comes out and does something. I think you're very right. About and then that. you continue it. You know, mm-hmm. you continue because if Pat wins, you, you're not gonna really continue it. But you could continue it. I think you're very right about that. Yeah. Uh, up next, we could possibly have the new day, Kofi and Xavier versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Joined by Butch. Butch. Uh, this was supposed to go on yesterday. The newsy Butch. And he is a newsy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this was supposed to be a match yesterday, and they skipped it because they ran out of time on a six-hour show. <laughs> they ran out of time with an injury, uh, with 800 video packages. They ran out of time, which is whatever. Uh, I have no, I don't have interest in this match, man. And I hate to say it because I like the new day. Uh, I, 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 I like Pete Dunne. Uh, Seamus is Seamus. Rich Holland is Rich Holland. I mean, these, these are all people that I like. I just have no, there's zero interest in the story for me. And I'll explain to you why when we come back from this break. Wrestling Observer Live, Angels Area, Sunday edition, two hour edition. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. My tag partner on wrestling, on, on, on the Wrestling Observer website for Matt Men, 
been doing it for how many years now? 2011 we started doing this? It's been a long time. Tag team partner and life partner. Life partner. Steal a, Friends for 20 some odd years. To steal a line from Kevin Smith's Jane Silent Bob. Wonderful, wonderful line. Uh, we, where we left off, the New Day and Seamus, Rich Holland. Who do you think takes a New Day? I'm going to go New Day. You okay. know, it's uh, New Day versus Seamus, Rich Holland, and with Butch, the newsy Butch. Uh, New Day. Yeah. Kofi and Xavier. Okay. Great. All right. Uh, up next, we have uh, – there's going to be, like, some kind of Hall of Fame segment, right? Yeah. But they did one yesterday. That's they, what I was about to say. Do you need a second one? Uh, yeah. Like, they did it yesterday. What, are they going to bring them out again? Listen. Is this is this accurate? There's a Hall of Fame segment again? The I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna do something. The end of that Hall of Fame was very interesting. Yeah. Scott Scott Stein is gonna come out and just start barking. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You mean Rick, Rick Steiner? No, no, Scott. Oh, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Rick, we know he barked, but Scott's gonna do it. Um, Undertaker. Let's touch on this for a minute. Undertaker yeah. at the end of his speech, he said his career is gonna rest in peace. But then immediately afterwards, he put a hat and a coat on and said, "Never say never." He's going to the store, dude. He's going to the store. That's, in, that, in, that's the never say never. He put on his coat. He put on his jacket. He put on his head. He's like, I'm going to the store. I, I got to go some buy food. some cigarettes and milk. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you guys in, in 20 years. What do you make of that real quick? Um, You know, they, they opened it. They left it open. I think he could do something still. I, for The Undertaker, all he has to do is walk down the ramp, go in the ring, do a choke slam or do it, do this, do, you know, whatever. And then you leave happy. Like if they, if they could, we've said this for years. If they utilize them in that way, it would be pretty cool. Or you take that cinematic universe that they, that yes. they did. And I believe during the pandemic, they did a good job with this. That Undertaker and, and, and Styles match was really well done. A lot of fun. Um, you know, I get that you can't do that with a live crowd. You can't have that playing. But what if you do a network special? You know, you do a build up uh, on TV. Give me, give me a guy. Give me somebody. Um, somebody that could face the Undertaker. Honestly, I thought it was going to be Seth. Okay, let's say Seth. I was let's say, say it's Seth Theory. Let's <laughs> say Seth Rollins. Right? You want to do this match? You could do a cinematic thing for like twenty minutes. Sure. And nobody would. You know what? And you do it as a special on the network mm-hmm. on, on Peacock. You could do something cool. I, I'm looking forward to that. How about it? Maybe it's Marco Stunt. Maybe he faces Marco Stunt. You know. You know what I would. I would <laughs> love. And this is just like. The kid fan in me. Yeah. And again, this is just a shot in the dark. I would love some kind of return of the funeral parlor. Oh, me too, man. Mm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Go back to the roots a little bit. Go back to the roots. Let him do something cool like that. Uh, We have the main event. And this is, there's a lot of questions here, right? With what happens and how it happens and when it happens and everything else leading up to it. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. To unify the titles, or or no, to become the un- is it unificate? I keep are they unifying? Yes. Is it undisputed? It's not undis- It's a unification. Unification. So they will be the unified champion, whatever they're going to call this thing, or maybe yeah. they're going to give another belt. Who knows? This is interesting because this should be the last time we see them. Right. This should be the last time these guys have this level match because the reality is. We've seen it over and over again. We've seen the tease. This is drawn out for a long time. I'm not saying in a complainy way, but I mm. think it's time that we unmarry these two. We get it. They are the best. They are the top. They are the, 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 the pinnacle of this company on both sides. And who takes it? I've been saying Roman for a very long time. I think Roman should win. 
You know, as much as I like Brock Lesnar as the attraction he is, and listen, I don't think there's any other human on the planet that's like Brock Lesnar. No. But not at all. But in, Bobby. in terms of pro wrestling, man, like I I want Roman to win, man. Like I like this gimmick. I like where the trajectory of this character has has started and is coming and it's not even done yet. Like we always talk about how this is the evolution of Roman. Yeah. Right? This is just a phase. He's on top. Yeah. And I think he should stay on top for a while. And I think this is going to lead into some very interesting territory. You know, they, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, I'll be honest with you. They put my ass in the seat. Roman put my ass in the seat to really be excited for this main event. Uh, I, I would, I, I listen, he's had the, since the pen, since he came back, this guy has been stellar. No hiccups. This guy's, he's batting a thousand. It's unheard of. You know, he, he, this is the greatest run that he has had. As far as WWE goes, they don't really create guys like this too often. No. And, you know, lightning in a bottle. Sure. They, 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 they knew that they had it. It just, the circumstances brought us to where we are now with him. It just so happened that it worked out in a positive way. Now, I would say Brock, Roman, Roman wins. And Jonathan is holding something on the couch, which is it, it. Do we do we get the tease? Do we see something happen? Does something else happen? I don't know. You know, th- this is the big question here. Do you do you introduce this now? Because this is where they want to go. Uh, in every conversation I've had with WWE. It has always been, when The Rock wants to do something, we're here. The phone right. line is always open. They, 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 these guys would do it. If he says, okay, I'm ready, okay, let's do it. Let's get it over with. Let's go forward because they want this match to happen. I, I think everybody wants this match to happen. I think Roman wants it. I think Rock wants it to set up his cousin as the man. I'll agree with you. I think there is some kind of closure there, like a familiar closure and a pro wrestling closure. And... Hear me out here. I'm going to try to make this as succinct as possible. Yeah. Let's say tonight, folks are saying maybe The Rock has something to do with the end of tonight's By the way, I don't show. know, and I'll right. say this before the rumors start, I don't know anything beyond what I had reported over the summer Right. that the plan, the discussion, was for Rock to be involved, right, in, right. It, with Roman. Now, we know that's obviously not happening right now. He was also said that he was going to be involved with Survivor Series in Brooklyn when when we reported this, and they kind of did it in in a in a not so straightforward way. It was a bit of a ham fisted way. It was a ham fisted, yeah, yeah, because it was it was a, it was an advertising for his movie. Yes, yeah, uh, and you know you could obviously tell that they had wanted him to do it, and whatever happened happened, and he couldn't do it. There are numerous things that happened, but now next year they're in L.A. I I don't know who should beat. Roman Reigns. Now, if he becomes a unified champion or undisputed champion or whatever you're calling it, he has to lose the title eventually. Who's going to be the one that faces him? You're going to have a year-long title reign? No, you can't do that. You got to take the title off of him before mm-hmm. you get to him and Rock or whatever you do in a year. Who should that guy be next? You know, he's going to dethrone Lesnar if he beats him. Or maybe Lesnar wins. Maybe Lesnar wins. I'm not a fan of Lesnar. I don't want to see that either. No, I don't want to see it. But I'll put it. Let me put it to you this way. Um, let's say Rock does 
that promo tonight. Let's say Rock shows up tonight. Let's let's say, says, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Let's say he goes, hey, I'm the, I'm the real tribal chief. You're a disgrace to your family, blah, 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 blah. I'll see you next year at WrestleMania if you could, if you could hold on to that title. Oh, interesting. Okay. Right? You have that build. Yeah. Whatever. I also, as a fan... I really want to see Cody in that title picture. I do too. And the way they could easily insert Cody into this is Cody cutting a promo, and Cody's promos are fantastic. Him saying, hey, Roman, listen, you want to talk about a bloodline? If if Roman wins tonight, hey, you want to talk about a bloodline? There is no stronger bloodline than mine, the son of the son of a plumber. Love it. Perfect. Arguably... Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling, Dusty Rhodes, Dustin, Cody. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a tremendous way of doing it. Uh, I, I just don't know if they will. But he, here's something that I will say. This Cody experiment, the, when is the last time WWE has had somebody that they brought over that got such a reception? I, I know who it is. Jericho? No. AJ Styles, yeah. right? Styles got it. But that was a surprising. That was. And it was never intended on being at this level that Cody came in at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That it just it was a happenstance. It just so happened mm-hmm. that people were thrilled to have him. I think now with Cody, you have the biggest concern for me, and I see this as a marketer, right? That's my background. Mm-hmm. I'm in marketing, I'm in PR, I do all this stuff. You have an opportunity to change the perception. The perception that you did you built negatively against yourself and that is you know they 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 take guys and they don't know what to do with them they don't Mm -hmm. write the right story and these guys leave and they become bigger stars once they leave and they're able to work better this perception is true but wwe can now counter this by saying hey listen yeah you're, you're you're there now but look what we did with cody yeah get get to cody's level we'll bring you on too mjf great example mm-hmm he he's a great example of this where you know in another year this guy could be in a position that it, there's a bidding war for him this all depends on what they do with Cody does Cody stay in the main event mm-hmm. and in a in a positive likable story or do they subjugate him to the upper mid card that's an interesting road to hoe i think you're right 100% what they do with Cody will set the precedent for wrestling contracts, I think, for the next few years. Absolutely. And, and, and here is the key here, right? Cody was a mid-card talent in the company. Goes to AEW. Mm-hmm. Is not in the top. He's not in the title mix by design. Right, right. He 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 purposely brought himself to a different level because I don't know why. To be honest, I, I think he kind of realized that was a mistake. Uh, he, you know, the reality he was not positioned great. Mm-hmm. The crowd started booing him for a reason. Uh, those brandy promos didn't work. Uh, there was a lot of negativity on him, and I think he saw it happening. And he's smart enough. He's Dusty's son. He leaned into it. He leaned into this and said, "You know what? What would my dad do?" Uh, and I'm I'm thrilled that he has the opportunity. The other thing is I don't think WWE is going to allow purposely or 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 or, mm-hmm. or it be, they're going to be ignorant about this. They're paying this dude a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. 
WWE doesn't normally do that, especially when you're coming from another company. Like if 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 they're gonna pay you this money to come over, uh, they're gonna they have a plan, mm-hmm. and I do not see them wasting Cody at all now. I really yes. don't. I, and I'm listen. These could be hopeful words, and I and I hope for wrestling, and I hope for his sake that they don't waste his talent and waste them there because they have an opportunity to create a top tier guy that the fans will be behind. Commodity. They're creating another commodity for themselves. Listen, they, you know, they have Roman Reigns. They have Brock Lesnar. These are commodities, right? But Edge, he's a commodity. Edge is a commodity. And I think Cody should be in the main event. I think he should be in the main event picture for years to come. He signed it. Clearly, he's, he said he signed You're talking signed. about main event, the TV show. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. On Hulu. Uh, he said this morning that he signed a multi-year contract. Like, he's in it. And he not only that, but he also said like he doesn't ever really want to be a wrestling executive again. Yeah, that's and the that's, interesting part. That's tough, right? If you think about it, like think about the breadth of talent that you have to deal with when you're in that position. Exactly, guys. Wrestling Observer Live. A lot to talk about, obviously today. That's why we're here. We were here for a couple hours, but stay tuned. We got a couple more minutes with you. Observer Live, closing minutes of the show. I had a lot of fun with you guys today for two hours. I forgot I could talk. I could, I'm good at talking for two hours. Yeah, I keep forgetting this. When you're not melted. When I'm not melting. When I walk through these watch-alongs, I have to tell you, it is my least favorite thing to do at this point. And I don't. And it was something I deeply enjoyed. And then it ended up becoming like this. I was hate watching television. Yeah. I just and I and I don't like to watch wrestling like that. I like to watch the good. I like to concentrate on the positive with wrestling obviously, obviously there's a lot of negative but listen there's a lot of other people talking about that they're better at it than me i like to talk about the things i like absolutely you no know what's better than you, you know what i do love you know what i do like my other podcast also guys i do the show here each and every week on sundays wrestling observer live continuing the great honor 20 some odd year history of the show continuing it it's what got me started in podcasting got me started in Loving Professional Wrestling was a show uh, that Dave and Brian did in, when I discovered them in 1999, 2000. 23 years ago. 20-something years ago. And now, you know, to be able to do this on a Sunday, WrestleMania weekend, it really, it is the boyhood dream, you know? It's one of those. <laughs> but I also do other stuff. Tuesdays, I do a show called We're Live Pal with Garrett Gonzalez, 4 p.m. Eastern. And I also do Matt Men Podcast, 10 years running. This podcast and it, it's taken us places that I absolutely love. Uh, one of the most fun things that I do uh, every Thursday, you can check it out on Wrestling Observer, F4WOnline.com for everything I'm doing. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrews Aaron Rich. Where are you on Twitter? I'm at BTC Rich on Twitter, and that is not a Bitcoin. It is not a Bitcoin thing. I don't know. Handle. Everybody thinks it's like a and I've had that handle for years. It stands for Behind the Counter Rich, which was the, uh, you, you, the comic show that I do you as made, well. You made millions and millions of dollars on Bitcoin. That's why you're Bitcoin rich. Uh-oh, don't tell that. Bitcoin, Bitcoin rich. rich. Don't say uh, I make millions. And Jonathan, where can people find you? You can follow me at Official Risk, R-I-Z-K, on all social media. It's the one with the check. Oh, the only one you know what? The muted. Check. He's muted. He's dumb. I, I dumped him Dump out. Him. Dumped him out. He's rubbing that check mark in, in, all weekend. Uh, no, guys, listen. Let's have fun. Right? Yeah. The show's over. WrestleMania starting in about a minute. 
Let me know what you think. Tweet me at Andrew Zan and tell me if you like the show. Guys, that's it. We'll see you all next time. Take Man. care.